0: Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guests today are Victoria Fulton and Faith McLaren, co-authors of the new novel Horror Hotel. Kendare Blake, a New New York Times bestselling author, wrote about the novel, fast-paced and freaky, Horror Hotel is a fun, ripped-from-the-headlines ghost-hunting adventure, perfect for fans of true crime and people who always check underneath their hotel beds. Victoria and Faith, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having us.
0: Absolutely. You for having
1: us. <laughs>
0: well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your novel, Horror Hotel, how would you describe the novel?
1: Uh I I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna talk over each other occasionally. Okay. So no, I'm just gonna, I mean, the way that I would describe it, I I I think that um, it, you know, it's a it's a young adult novel. It's um it's horror but it's i call it like um popcorn horror it's it's kind of it's a fun book it it's kind of you know we kind of grew up watching like things like buffy the vampire slayer and you know reading a lot of ya so it's 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 a it's a good time it is scary in certain places obviously it's not you know it is horror um but it but it's got there's four different perspectives of the kid and there's a lot of like modern, like they have a YouTube show and, you know, it's, it's, it's meant for, it's meant for teenagers in the digital era.
2: Yeah. I think that's a wonderful description. I I would only think I would add is that it, um, it's definitely like meant to be read, um, in like I, you almost one setting, like it's, it's short, it's fast, it's spooky, it's, A little bit silly at times and i think that that's what makes it a lot of fun for like summer reading and teen reading and so if if you're looking for something fast and fun like horror hotel is gonna gonna give you and i
1: think that like it's spooky but there's also something there for fans of true crime as well so one last little button on that yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) well do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to to write horror hotel
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a funny story actually. Faith, do you want to tell it? (laughs) Sure, sure. So, um, so the whole sort of origin story was that there was a very well-known, um, publish uh, editor in the publishing world, and she sent out a tweet, um, that she was looking for proposals from agented authors, um, for young adult books in the uh horror thriller or romance space um to start filling out this new sort of paperback imprint that she was leading up and uh some friends sent us this tweet like a couple of different people not knowing that the other sent the tweet to us um saying you you guys should do this and uh so <laughs> Victoria and I sat down together and we were like, we shouldn't do this. And we, you know, had a very short window of time to put something together. So we just spent a couple of hours um, hashing out ideas, just talking through what would we do if we were going to submit a YA horror, like what is our kind of dream YA horror idea? And we just kept talking and talking until... We got to the idea that we both knew was it. And that was the sort of initial pitch for Horror Hotel. And I think another part of the story that's really important is that we had both, we both are true crime fans. We both love, you know, ghost stories, but we also had both watched the Vanishing of the Cecil Hotel documentary on Netflix. Um, Victoria was a longtime follower of the Elisa Lamb story. So, that definitely influenced our um it, it was a it was a inspiration point for how we got to the concept before and I for heard. for people who don't
1: know the elisa lamb
0: story fact, I'll just that's real- what i was about to ask you, Can you yeah. Tell us that? Yeah, yeah
2: yeah
1: so when i actually first when i first moved to la it was like 2013 and this had just happened so there's a there's a very old hotel in downtown la And it's a it's a beautiful historical landmark. Um, And at the time it was uh, it was half residence uh, residences um, for like some of the homeless population uh, or the unhoused population in uh, downtown L.A. But it was also half a a, a like a a hostel. So um, there was a young woman who I think she was like I think she was 22 at the time. Um, or she's 22 and she was staying in the Cecil hotel and she was trying to travel around and, uh, the, the country and like, see all the things. And that was one of her stops. And she was staying at the Cecil hotel and, uh, she, uh, disappeared. And there was a very disturbing, uh, uh, final video of her in an elevator. Um, now we know that she was probably having um, a. um Uh, an episode because she was mentally ill. Um, But she disappeared. And then a few days later uh, they found her in the water tank. She had uh, tragically ended up in a water tank and was unable to get out. And uh, the maintenance actually found her because there was an issue with the water um, for the guests that were staying there. And so um, that her story was this, uh, viral phenomenon on the internet and I it was I remember when it happened because I had just moved here and I found the elevator video and I remember watching it like a hundred times like what's going on what is she seeing what you know because she's kind of in the in the video it looks like she's almost playing a game but it's like by herself but it seems it was, like she's playing a game yeah. with someone else
2: and it looks like it's, she's talking to somebody as well and but there's nobody in the video you need anybody yeah
1: so it's really eerie and I and I was just you know I
2: know she she was she
1: has uh, she had a bipolar disorder and um she was uh, you know struggling with with her mental health um and they've proven since then and so that's what the banishing at the Cecil hotel touches on but the but the, the Cecil hotel is also this like very you know it's very old building it was built in like the 1930s right before uh the 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 Great Depression and um it's just filled with like stories there were two serial killers that lived there um that had residents there one of them was richard ramirez the night stalker and yeah and it's just filled with all this like dark history and it's part you know part of it is because of where it's located um you know it's just it's in it's in a um it's in a, a place where there's a lot of you know unhoused population it's very it's a it ended up during the great depression they kind of ended up turning it into, you know, very low hotel rent so you could get very cheap rent there. And so just the, the nature of of the people that it was housing, it just has a very dark um a very uh so and then, so lots of ghost stories basically. So so um it's just a, it's just a really cool landmark in general. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful hotel. It has this really interesting history and so we just were like you know, we just we just we chose horror because we were like horror is one of those things in YA. It's not many people do it. It's not it's not you know horror is its own thing, and the in uh it's kind of hard to write YA horror in some ways because you can't do you gotta you gotta tone it down a little bit mm-hmm. for, yeah, you, for you know it, and keep you it writing for teenagers, teenagers who are generally under seventeen. You know, so so we. We kind of like decided on horror because we were like, this is a, this is going to be an, e- we thought it was going to be an easier sell. We also had both have a love of horror <laughs> and a love of, of ghost stories and all these things. So, though we just kind of, I, we combined our love of like ghost stories and true crime. We came up with this idea and then it was crazy. We wrote in like four days or five days, we wrote the entire proposal, which was like 11 pages. And then we wrote the, like 50 pages or 40 pages of the actual novel. And then we submitted it within five days. And then within the next week, we got the call that they made us an offer, which was an unheard of, really cool story that just kind of, we love to tell because for writers, it's just so important that, um, because both of our writers' story are, because we have two books uh, with two different publishers um, and both stories were very unconventional. So like with how we sort of got our book published, (laughs) it wasn't the normal way. So yeah, that's our story of how this book came to be. The idea came from an opportunity.
0: (laughs) So uh, I'm curious, what, what is the backstory? Had you collaborated before you saw this, uh, this Twitter, um, this tweet?
2: Yes. Yeah, actually. uh, Victoria and I started collaborating on an adult rom-com that we we came up with the idea. We were both sort of like writing. We've been writing our you know in our separate you know spaces, and uh, we were really good friends. And um, I had just moved to Los Angeles with my family, um, and you know, kind of we we were like, what we wanted to work on a project together. We had worked on um, a screenplay together, which was we had a lot of fun doing. And we decided, like, we just kind of came up with this idea of um, this adult rom-com that we wanted to write together called Ellie is Cool Now. And at the time, neither of us were, had an agent. And so we thought it would be fun to publish the book um chapter by chapter on a platform called Wattpad, which is a online kind of book publishing community where um people like can social media right yeah, yeah. like social media for, for, yeah for books and you can upload your 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 projects and you can get feedback on them and you know you can edit them even like while you're writing them and so we just thought it would be a really fun uh, activity because the thing that both face I mean both victoria and I were um feeling was that we had been writing for a long time and we wanted to, we wanted our writing to reach an audience. And sometimes in the publishing world, that doesn't, it could take a while for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And we were uh, tired
1: of writing in a vacuum. We were writing for so long, like, you know, both of us. I mean, it felt like a long time. I think in the scheme of things, it was not that long. You know, it's really normal for it to take a decade for people to break in. But it felt, it felt like, I don't know, like there was this yearning to have an audience. And we just put the book up chapter by chapter on Wattpad. And I will say we did have the intention of getting it published. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was pretty crazy because about nine months after we posted the first chapter, we we had won a few awards through the Wattpad platform. And then we had also uh, gotten an offer from Hachette Book Group, which took then another three years to come to fruition because of some, (laughs) some... issues with That's like you honest. know legal there was like all kinds of crap because of like you know the the you know when you have multiple parties involved in a deal it takes a long a longer time so then we rebecca or rebecca sorry faith and i we, we, are, we write with right? pen <laughs> names everyone
2: we're to
1: that we're always like what am i um so yeah so so faith and i actually uh had we we were, we had been waiting a really long time for the, for the, uh, Wattpad Hachette deal to go through. And, um, I think we were, we were sort of in this, like, it was in this like limbo. And I think we were feeling a little bit like we would like to write something else together and have fun because we're just waiting for this book deal to go through. And that's when the, um, the underlying deal, the underlined tweet with, by Wendy Loggia, uh, that's Happy. when we found that and so then it was so fun because while we were in limbo waiting for this other book deal to go through um we got to write something else and have a completely different because ellie's cool now it's a rom-com and the and horror hotel is obviously horror,
2: horror um, with a little bit of romance with, the, with some horror. romance yeah
1: yeah <laughs> um but it's just it was so fun to have like if we have like you know, it's, I think that like writers are really afraid of getting sort of like pigeonholed and they're not going to get to write all the things they want to write. So it was so fun that we had something else completely different to work on um, while we were waiting for this other deal to go through. That's Yeah, great. and it
2: really, it helped us feel like when, as we launched these two different, very, very different uh, tracks in the publishing world that we're already launching with a lot of places that we can go with our writing and in our career. And it's, that's something that, uh as a like again because we've been we've been at this game for a little while it's it's nice to launch knowing that you 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 have places you can go like it, it, you you have options and uh and if and you're not going to get burnt out it's likely with uh when you've got a lot of you can write horror and you can write romance
0: so I'm curious, can you, can you uh, describe what the co-writing process is like for you two? I'm assuming that you plot together, but in terms of the actual mm-hmm. writing, are you sharing a Google Doc and you take turns yeah. on, on chapters yeah. or scenes? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You just described her. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So like we basically, um, so we're kind of trying, we're still trying to figure it out just like a little bit because um, we're writing right now our third book together. Um, because horror hotel is getting a sequel, cursed crew. No. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, so we're actually kind of figuring out because uh, the, we're still figuring out because um, you, um, Ellie is cool. Now was sort of written. Uh, you know, one of us wrote it. We we released it. We actually wrote it chapter by chapter, um, over time. And so we wrote a. Cha- you know, one of us wrote a chapter. The other one went through it, edited it, whatever. Added their voice and then uh, we switched. Um, and that was easy to do because we wrote that book over the course of nine months. Um, that horror hotel was very, very fast. And so it was kind of like just a whirlwind. And so we kind of, um, I, I would say like, actually, cause Faith writes a lot faster. So she wrote a lot, like more of the first draft, like just, she wrote, like was able to write like big chunks. Um, so Chris Cruz, we have a little bit more time. yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're trying to figure out like what our process is in terms of it. I think I'm a numbers person. So like I was just we're, we're literally going to like leave this call and talk about like what is our plan for like really like getting to the end. But I'm a numbers person. So like as I was as I was even just revising Ellie is cool now because we had a second round of edits with our editor. I would um, I do sort of a countdown <laughs> as I'm going yeah. through the book. And so with numbers like like how many pages are left or whatever, and so I think like you know it, I think that what we're probably going to end up doing is doing um, each doing a word count and switching. So like probably yeah, like yeah. you know like a thousand two thousand words and then switch.
3: Gotcha.
0: Um,
1: wow. I think that's going to be the easiest way for us. To-
3: Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel any time. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm it's curious, do you ever disagree on a scene or a plot
0: point?
1: No, I we really don't say like I really. I, OK, I, we have had moments where we're like, where one of us is really passionate about something mm-hmm. um, within the within the plot, Ooh. I guess. And, yeah. you know, it, I think that but ultimately, like if somebody's pa- there, there's usually one person who really is passionate and knows like, what needs to happen. And so if it's like somebody's really passionate about it, I feel like we go with the person who's passionate about whatever that plot point is, because it's like, you seem to know something here that I don't know. So let's go with what you're doing and then we'll just we'll just figure it out. So that's kind of whoever, whoever's more passionate with. We're both very passionate about help.
2: But we also are very aligned in our, like, what we think is good, what we think it makes a story good. And so I think that also helps us in the process that we're not sort of, we're not precious with our specific ideas, but we're very, very aligned because we both want the best idea um, to end up on the page. We want the best scene to end up on the page. And I think, like, that's actually one of my favorite parts of creating with, Uh, a writing partner is like our us getting to collaborate with each other on the ideas on the how we're going to tell the story um, and finding the best way to tell the story is it it's like it makes what it makes like the actual writing a lot more fun because you know that you're doing something really good but it also just makes it feel less like kind of less like am I doing the right thing and then you you have someone to bounce that off of and so we we I really love that part. It's brilliant to have a sounding
1: board. Like you have a built-in, you know, we have as as writers, writing it can be, if you're doing it by yourself, it can be kind of isolating and you can kind of get mm-hmm. in your head pretty easily. So it's fun to have somebody when you're in your head about something to just call and then you have your sounding board right there. And it's also the person helping you write the book. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> like he nice knows, who's super invested in what you're doing yeah. and knows what you're doing, you know, knows why we're doing it and and it I think it has made the actual like first draft early creation of the work that we do together um that much stronger. Um that because because we're not like we're not spending a lot of time lost. And when we do get lost, we usually get back on track really quickly.
0: Well, I, I know that um since I'm not seeing you, I'm not sure who who mentioned it about moving to LA. Can you can you just tell us? <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. how did you, how did you originally meet and what led you to, to led you to, to saying like, oh, we should like collaborate and write something together.
1: Sure. So, um, we actually met an online writing class, um, for, uh, young adult and middle grade authors, uh, through a platform called Media Bistro. Um, our teacher was a very well-known, uh, young adult author named Nova, Nova, Nova Suma. Sorry. And we both um had like it was an eight-week class and it was all via like uh like a message board and like chats like it was the old school um uh, I feel can like everything's on that? video and zoom now and so back then it was like we were in a chat room together it was weird but weird is to think about because it wasn't yeah. really that long ago and, it's like about eight years ago right yeah yeah because that's when I can... about eight years ago or like maybe like nine years ago now but um Yeah, so we were in, a a, like, this group together, and then we ended up, um, I feel like Faith and I, like, I feel like we sort of, like, yelled at each other a little bit. Not, like, in a bad way, but, like, we both were, like, because you were very, like, you need better world building. And I was, like, you need better dialogue. And (laughs) and, (laughs) I was, like, kind of, like, I don't know. We were both spitfires a little bit, and I think we liked that about each other. Cause yeah. I love a chat. I love somebody who challenges me and I think Faith does too. So we both like kind of connected on, on like enjoying that challenge as, you know, as writers. Um, and so then, uh, we kind of took our, uh, friendship to, uh, Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so we, then we started, I think we started like Facebook messaging a lot. And yeah. at the time I had, during the media bistro class, I had just moved to LA, uh, Alex had just moved to LA and uh from Ohio. And so I uh had was in the middle of the move and then I was here and then as you know Faith was in Texas and so you know as our friendship sort of grew and developed Faith had always wanted to move to LA as well. Mm-hmm. So but you had a whole family to move there. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she was a couple years behind me and she ended up moving here too. And but before that, I think we had started uh to to write some like do some screenwriting. Nice. Both yeah. be, we both also have interest in screenwriting as well as writing novels. So yeah. we started writing some screenplays together and then ended up um because we're because we're so we both had this yearning to write books because the thing about screenwriting that's difficult is that, you know, it's a lot more difficult to get whatever you're writing on the screen in right. some ways um so a book is a lot easier to get published it's still hard to get published right mm-hmm. no, but it's much harder to get a movie <laughs> made <laughs> so we were like we really wanted our original stories out in the world and it's really hard to do with screenwriting you know you, you end up writing for somebody else usually before you end up writing your, your, if you ever get to write your own stuff you get yeah you, you write have to write for other people's ideas first and that's not really what we wanted, so we were like, "Let's do books." And so that's, that's when we decided life. to do Ellie.
0: <laughs> that's great. What? And so are you? Are you still working on screenplays as well?
1: We have we, a screenplay oh, that has been about three years in the making. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we, that we love. That, but we 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 were like literally though. We were like, yeah. we I think we want to write this as a novella first, or like <laughs> yeah. something like you know, because it's you know, it's hard to. It's it's almost impossible for me now to write in a vacuum and not feel like I have a way of getting this made. So yeah. I feel like faith is the same way a little bit, like where it's just really like dragging our feet, like we it's like our, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can say, but
2: like it dragging butt too. <laughs> well, <laughs> to and get, we also to get a, something out. Yeah, we also screenplay. have to be in under deadline. Um, so for book stuff, which is an is a wonderful. Um, a development and problem to have, I guess. But so that does take up a lot of that's space true. and time um, from screenwriting and from pursuing because when you're on contract and you're in the deadline, it's like that's really that's what you're focusing on. And right. until you get out of, you know, onto the next thing. And so I think that it's definitely always in the back of our minds. We're always sort of thinking about new ideas. What what is the right medium for this? But I think, uh, you know, I think Victoria said it really well. It's like, but at the end of the day, we're like, we still would like to see this made or produced or have readers or an audience. And, uh, you know, that's where we end up thinking sometimes we should write a novella or sometimes we should do some short stories, you know, because that that's, you know, just what we, we want. At the end of the I day. think when we when we
1: figure out a way to maybe make our own thing um to like actually produce our own screen screenwriting somehow like whether it's a web series or something else i think that we're gonna i think we're gonna we're i feel like screenwriting is in our future i just don't know how it's going to pan out (laughs)
2: does (laughs) that make sense to come about
0: (laughs) yes until you get that development deal at netflix or somewhere
2: oh my god (laughs) listen (laughs) <laughs> well
0: <take it. laughs> well, oh, yeah, yeah. well, what writing advice would you offer for those who are maybe where you were eight years ago and taking that media bistro class and are starting to write and work on their own stories or novels
1: oh i love I, this like the, the way call- you phrase that question is so beautiful okay <laughs> i have to think about this faith you have some you have something you're <laughs> i feel like you're a teacher
2: the teacher. <laughs> I mean, I my kind of might always sing with budding writers. I I like to call you know writers at that stage budding be, budding authors because you know you're you're a writer no matter if you're published or not. You're and I think you're also like if you have the desire to write, um, then you are a writer. Um, and so I think first first piece of advice is to. Think of yourself as a writer. Think of yourself as an author in waiting. Um, take your, and therefore take your uh, development of your craft really seriously. And and whatever that looks like for you, that doesn't mean that you take a bunch of classes. Um, it doesn't mean that you write every day. But I think one of the things that I, when I look back at myself over the journey that I took to get where I am right now, i um, The one piece of advice I would give myself is find out who you are as a writer and who you really want to be as a creative first. And before you let in other voices of what your career should look like, what your day to day writing process should look like, Um, really think about what kind of what kind of books you want to put in the world and what kind of um, what you want your creative life to look like, because even when you are selling books and making money and it becomes a career and it's it's, um, that, that does change the dynamic of creating, but you, if you know yourself and you know what kind of writer you are, you have a really strong feeling of why you're doing it. Um, what makes you happy in the process and what makes you feel frustrated, uh, then it's a lot easier to keep going.
1: And I have, I have my little, that's great. Faith. I have my little piece of advice that I just thought of. (laughs) So, um, So that time is so special. Um, But I think that a lot of people get a lot of advice at that time. And I think that, you know, you have to be careful sort of like what advice you take in, because I think some of it can be really empowering. Some of it can be stifling, depending on, you know, sometimes people get advice from people who are in places of fear around their writing, especially if they're teaching writing sometimes and not really like actually writing. So it just depends. But I, for me, My biggest thing is, so so at that time, you know, you hear a lot of write what you know. And so I really just want to be clear with new authors that write what you know does not mean write your life story (laughs) or like write something from your life that's happened. It means take something that you know. So like there's little, there's micro versions of this and there's macro versions of this. You might've had an experience or your own fantasy that like of something that you're writing or that you want to write about put it in a sci-fi world or put it in a, um, you know, put it in a world with high stakes of some kind. You don't, you don't necessarily have to write that, that event exactly as it happened. Right. And then also write what, you know, means taking people and personalities and that you've met and, um, things that are like little experiences that have happened to you, um, and putting them, you know, what, you know, we all have like, you know stranger than fiction stories from our lives <laughs> like you know so i think taking those little moments and and those people and whatever and putting them into your story versus again trying to actually write you know like i don't know about college like you know or something yeah. like that so i i think everybody just needs to remember that writing what you know does not mean actually writing an, an event of your life it means taking those things and throwing them into a world of your own creation <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's really good. And also finding inspiration from the things around you that are making you excited or interested or engaged with your life or the world. Like, I love that about, like, the fantasy of the inspiration coming from things around you.
0: Sure. Well, what books have you two read recently that you enjoyed?
2: Oh, my goodness. Um, hold on. Because I, know <laughs> I have to, like, check my Why? Kindle. I'm like, I just read a book... Um, by some friends of mine who it's an adult romance but it's not coming out until next year so um but next year you can read it it's called do i know you and i loved it uh what else am i reading i'm also reading i'm reading currently reading so i haven't finished it but it's also an adult romance it's called a thousand miles and it's by bridget bridget morrissey
1: um, so I there's a graphic novel series that was uh, um I, I often read from the things that I watch. Um so I love there was a show on Netflix recently called Heartstopper, and um Alice Osman is the creator and she also has a graphic novel series, and I really love this graphic novel series called Heartstopper. Um it's I like a like teen I need to read that. teen. Yeah, it's a teen like gay romance. I just really love it. And then um, I also I actually read a lot of um, nonfiction as well, um, or or I guess like you know like nonfiction like personal growth, spiritual. Mm-hmm. So I really like there's a a writer that I love, uh, Michael A. Singer, and he writes uh, a lot of spiritual books. And so I'm also reading uh, this book called Living Untethered that I really love. So
0: interesting. Yes. So where can people yeah. find you online if they'd like to learn more about uh, your novel, Horror Hotels?
2: our instagram is probably the best way to find us it's um where we're most active we uh we love our instagram we also we're we're running it we interact with our readers on there and it's the handle is victoria x faith
0: great well, and we're
2: on twitter too but uh, we
1: don't do much on twitter so I, I just want to throw it out there that no, we are there we are there, <laughs> okay. there. we will we will eventually find
0: you. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, well, well, again, you... We've been speaking with Victoria Fulton and Faith McLaren, co-authors of the new novel Horror Hotel. The novel is available now, so go buy a copy. And Victoria and Faith, thanks for doing this interview.
2: Thank, Thank you, you for having yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. This has great. been great. great.